Welcome everybody to another five minute book review. Um, and so not only am I gonna try and review a book as the name of this implies, but I'm gonna try and show you a cool place at the beginning of each of the episodes, especially for those of you that are watching on Instagram or YouTube or something. So I am in Sussex County in Stokes State Forest uh, here in beautiful New Jersey. Um, late fall here, really beautiful. That is the flat brook behind me. Um, and I'm camping up over in uh, that direction. Now, the book that I wanted to talk about, which will keep in this sort of nature theme and this nature beard that I have going on, is Henry David Thoreau's Walden. As you can see, this book has gotten quite a bit of wear, and uh, the back cover is missing, but I just found it, uh, actually, on the inside. So I'll read you the back cover, um, and then just give you a couple thoughts and reflections um, uh, about this book. <clears throat> Henry David Thoreau's masterwork, Walden, is a collection of his reflections on life and society. In 1845, he moved to a cabin that he built with his own hands along the shores of Walden Pond in Massachusetts. Shedding the trivial ties that he felt bound much of humanity, Thoreau reaped from the land both physically and mentally, and pursued truth in the quiet of nature. In Walden, he explains how separating oneself from the world of men can truly awaken the sleeping self. Thoreau holds fast to the notion that you have not truly existed until you adopt such a lifestyle, and only then can you re-enter society as an enlightened being. These simple but profound musings and civil disobedience, which also is included in this particular version, his protest against the government's interference with civil liberty have inspired many to embrace his philosophy of individualism and love of nature. More than a century and a half later, his message is more timely than ever. And I would agree. Um, now, I think Thoreau is uh, is sort of an interesting character. I honestly don't know a tremendous amount about him. I know a lot of his work and thinking was inspired by Rolf Waldo Emerson. Um, so from but so yeah, even though I think some of Thoreau, you know, it's not like he's totally a hundred percent off the grid, self reliant, doesn't have anything from anybody. But he separates himself in a way that is probably more more self-reliant than what most people can do, you know, now in 2021, you know, in the 1840s. Um, he talks about, uh, obviously, nature, about self-reliance, um, growing food, things like that. He talks about solitude and socialization. He talks about being in touch with nature and the changing seasons and sounds and smells and um, actually, here's one, here's one quote that I like. Uh, Some of my pleasantest hours were during the long rainstorms in the spring and fall, which confined me to the house for the afternoon as well as the forenoon, soothed by their ceaseless roar and pelting when a early twilight ushered in a long evening in which many thoughts had time to take root and unfold themselves. Um, I think that's just, you know, kind of a nice thought. And, you know, one of one of his reflections on uh, uh, nature, which I think is really insightful, especially for people that have spent time in nature where you're not plugged into things or where maybe you're off the grid for a few days at a time, um, is you notice things that you don't normally notice. Um, and there is great beauty in the sort of pattern of nature, a lot of which is actually more relevant to the way that we live than we tend to think. So one of the reflections that Thoreau makes that has always stuck with me, especially evident on days like this, where the sun is starting to come down through the trees, um, is that he equates times of day with seasons in the year. Now, for those of you in Southern California, West Coast, some other parts of the world, maybe this isn't going to make as much sense, but 
He basically suggests that the morning is like the spring, midday is like the summer, late afternoon is like the fall, and night is like the winter, which once I sort of heard that, it just was like a really cool um, sort of description. Um, one of the other things he talks a lot about is sort of is solitude, which I think is really interesting. And I think something that we get wrong in the way, you know, we sort of think that like being extroverted and always being around people is normal and being introverted, which I am myself, is not normal. And I don't think that's the right way to think about it. I think there's pros and cons to like each of those different sides. And there's a lot of value in, um, in some amount of solitude. He has a great quote in here. Um, I have a great deal of company in my house, especially in the morning when nobody calls. I enjoy that. And so, uh, and here's another one that's along a similar line. If we respected only what is inevitable and has a right to be, music and poetry would resound along the streets. When we are unhurried and wise, we perceive that only great and worthy things that have any permanent and absolute existence, that petty fears and the petty pleasures are but the shadow of the reality. Children who play life discern its true law and relations more than men who fail to live it worthily, but who think that they are wiser by experience, that is, by failure. Again, I think that's really insightful and talks more about that. And like he talks about what it's like, you know, being out in, a, in the middle of the woods where your social interactions, you're not around people every minute of every day. And of course, in the 1840s, they don't have that technology um, to do that virtually. And that all your social interactions at that point are really intentional and people are really present when they take the time to come out and visit you out in the woods. And that's another reflection that I just think is really cool. So he's got a lot of great stuff in there like that you know the writing style is a little uh different um some of it i find a, a little like complicated or, or or something like that but overall it's really enjoyable um, and civil disobedience is also really great um too and so i'll read you a quote from civil disobedience those who while they disprove of the character and measures of a government yield to it their allegiance and support are undoubtedly its most conscientious supporters, and so frequently the most serious obstacles to reform. Basically the problem with apathy, right? There's a lot of really interesting reflections like that throughout here. So again, it's definitely something worth checking out, especially if you're inclined towards philosophy or nature or these topics of self-reliance, individualism, things like that. So check it out, Walden by Henry David Thoreau. I'm sure you've heard of it, worth a read, and let me know what you think. Hey everyone, Alex here. Thanks for joining me for this five-minute book review. Hopefully I kept it close to five minutes. Now, if you're interested in exploring some of my other podcast episodes, part of Rethinking with Alex Torpy, you can check it out online at rethinkingwithalextorpy.com, on YouTube, Instagram TV, or wherever you listen to podcasts like Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple. If you like what you heard, please consider liking, subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving a positive review. And if you have any questions or comments or feedback, please feel free to reach out and get in touch. Thanks again.